0: hello and welcome to <laughs> episode 22 of coffee and jesus that was literally me <laughs> i didn't have it recorded on like like i didn't have like an actual like recording on the internet that i just inputted it was literally me playing from that app GarageBand on my phone and it's i don't even know what the instrument was but it's, it sounds like so soothing and like I'll, like, spend hours, literally, I'm not even kidding, me and my uh, roommate, shout out to Billy, um, <laughs> we would stay up, like, at 11 p.m., and his girlfriend would be over, and she would get so annoyed by our music, because we're just, like, sitting there, like, playing this instrument that we have no clue about, but it sounds so, like, elegant and, like, peaceful, at least to us, and we're just, like, blasting it on our phones (laughs) but uh it's it's a little change up if you liked it then maybe I'll do it again maybe with a different instrument on my phone but I like to change it up here and there and throw something funny in but yeah how's everyone doing I don't know why I asked that because I can't hear from you (laughs) so but I hope you're all doing very well and based on what I've heard from so many of you already from people in my church and my family members and people I know that are my friends um that you're all doing really well and that you're actually being pushed um, to grow your kind of your devotional time and your time with God and really benefiting from this podcast and that means the world to me yet again, and yeah, I'm just super thankful for that, and I can honestly say even especially with what's been going on with my life recently and what I've been seeing in my local church is that God's doing something new. God's putting something new in each and every one of our hearts that is going to push us to be stewards of the gospel that are going to be that we are truly being gifted in ways that we've never seen before to help build the kingdom of God and it makes me so excited. And I know, just for a fact, that God's doing something new and different in each and every one of your guys' personal time and relationship with God. And that truly gets me excited the most, is just knowing that God's doing something in your lives, not just my own. So, I'll probably, I'll be talking about that pretty soon as well. I'm kind of really hyped today. Um, You know me. I usually... This is the thing, okay? So, I like to do podcasts, like, throughout the week and not, like, be lazy and wait till, like, the day I send it out. But, it's also hard because I'm sending it out on a Sunday. So, I usually, like, like to wait, even. And I know it's, to me, it's not procrastinating. But I'm waiting till the end of the week, right after service, and I'm really just hearing things from God on the last day of the week and just... Receiving so much to be able to just talk about it on my podcast. And, oh, I just love it. I love it. And so, (laughs) I got my coffee with me. I'm drinking. Dude, don't make fun of me. I know some of you are thinking, oh my gosh, he's drinking another black coffee. Well, maybe I'm evolving. Maybe I'm adapting and liking black coffee. I'm not like an old man. But I'm like drinking. I'm drinking some pretty good coffee right now. However... Throughout the week, I did get an nice vanilla latte a couple of days, and it was amazing. Nothing beats that, okay? I'm just going to say that. If you haven't tried an nice vanilla latte at this point, listening to my podcast, then I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just trying to talk a little bit to get us comfortable together right now because I'm about to explode after I talk about what I got for us on this episode. So it's episode 22. And I've been sharing a lot about my gifting that really I've been feeling God's been building in my life and that I've been growing in and just willing to be corrected and being pushed in ministry and super excited for that because I just see a lot of growth in my life. And I'm super happy to say that that's the same thing for each and every one of you that are feeling that desire that even if you don't have Like any gift, like you don't know of any gifting in your life. You're like, well, I don't have any spiritual gifting. But it's like if you desire that, I believe God will give that to you. You just need to literally just sit down and ask the Lord, God, I desire a gifting. I desire something big because I care about you. I care about how much you love me and how much you have done for me. So, Lord, I want to do something for you. I want to be part of your church. And boom, that's literally what happened to me, and it's crazy, and it changes your life, and it's the best thing ever. Would recommend. So, we've been talking about that a lot, and so now, what's been on my heart lately, especially after today, just thinking about the future of my local church, and really, we're shifting. We're shifting our mindset to saying, yes, to the things that are in the local area, but also yes, and to the things that are across the states, across the globe, across communities, that my church in Lebanon is not desiring just to be built and grown in Lebanon, but to also build another one somewhere else, another church somewhere else, and we are talking about um, building up church leaders to go out, to say yes to the things that God is doing. And I know for me, I'm one of those people that desire that lately, especially since, you know, I think I talked about it a lot in the past episodes that God's been speaking to me about church planning. And I've had that desire for a long time, and we've talked about it. And I know if you're in the River Center, and you know our church is all about church planning right now. But this is different. This is not the usual talk that we always go if you're th- going to sunday now at our church in lebanon and you're thinking oh they're just saying their same thing about when they visit england or when they visit tanzania and they're always wanting to plant guess what it's happening it's not like i'm maybe <laughs> i'm just saying things are in the works right now where god is doing big things in individuals that we've noticed we've got the green light I'm not saying we know the exact spot, but it's time to strategize, it's time to go out, it's time to build the church of God, not just in Lebanon, but to the ends of the earth, to the different states that are not just Oregon, but maybe it's in California, maybe it's in Washington, but right now, we are being called to go out, to be prepping to go out, not to say, oh yeah, we like we like this idea, that would be amazing, we really would like that you know what there's a time to say that and then there's a time to start doing things and now we got the green light to start doing things And i know maybe i'm sounding so assertive right now but it's just facts and i'm telling you there's big things ahead and i know this is not just my church but there's more churches around the area and even around the globe that are feeling that same way where it's like okay we're so we're so in love with this church. We're so in love with local church. Now what? Well, guess what? If you're saying now what, I believe God's putting something in your heart to go, and that really first starts with what God's been doing with you at the local church. And so, boom. I didn't even plan that, but guess what? It leads right into what we're gonna talk about. So, here I got Matthew chapter six. And I'm going to start in verse 19. And it's titled, Lay up treasures in heaven. Do not lay up yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break, and break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there are, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? That's kind of scary thought. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. If you just heard that, I apologize. That was my phone. And I could have sworn I turned it on silent. But that is pretty crazy. Thinking about, let's just, I'm going to continue reading. But I just want you to think about what that means. That you can't serve two masters. And here it's talking about money and God. And you can only serve one God. Not God and money. Money can't control our lives. We know that. But I want you to hold on to that thought because I'm going to kind of speak about something else. (laughs) Okay. Verse 25. Do not be anxious. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat and what you will drink, nor about your body and what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? And his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Boom. Now. We got some things to talk about. So. When I was talking about. What God's been doing in my local church. And churches all around the world I believe. There is a start to all of it, if you're feeling called that maybe you should go, I don't know, I would really encourage you first to look at what your desire is in the local church. Are you, de- are you desiring to be someone on the side? Are you desiring to be someone in the middle of the pew just listening every Sunday? Are you desiring to be someone that shows up every Sunday Sunday wondering whether this message will be good or not? Are you wondering whether you should even be there? Are you someone that desires more than just a day-to-day God? Or someone that's going to be speaking into your life constantly, giving you passions about every single Sunday, every church service, every worship service, giving you passions that even others don't have? Are you desiring these things? I believe that in this time that we are entering especially in my own life, that God is going to give you a desire to be part of local church in such a new way that will adapt and even explode to become something even newer than you expected. And even when it seems scary that you're worried about, oh, well, what will people think? What will I, do I have to change who I am? Do I have to change my personality? What do I do about my job? What do I do about the money that, the involvement that it takes for me now? If I want to do these things in church, what will other people think? None of that matters. None of that matters. All that matters, truly, is how God sees you in those ways. God has already provided you with everything. You just need to say yes. And even here in Scripture, it talks about worrying about being clothed what to eat, what to drink. And right now I even want to ask you, are you worried about those things or even worried about money or even worried about how other people see you in the local church? If you're starting to be passionate about being an elder of the church, of being someone that wants to evangelize or be part of the food bank, or if you're someone that wants to be part of serving, be a deacon of the church, Or are you someone that wants to be a pastor, but you're worried that maybe nobody has seen you like that, so that can't be you. But all those things are wrong. I believe that if God's given you a desire to be part of local church in a way of being a leader in the church, for all those giftings, being a pastor, elder, teacher, evangelist, deacon, and much more, those are all leaders of the church, all equal. So even now, if God's really just giving you that desire to be part of local church, I'd say that's that's not something little. That's an amazing, incredible thing that really God is pushing you towards righteousness and kingdom building. And for our local church, even when we're talking about church planning, it all starts by being leader of the church by being someone that says yes to serving the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God has already been started has already been grown for years and years and it's already started as the church and man that's just what I desire and so when you're in local church and yep I'm really about to say this so When you're in local church and you hear these people are worrying about, oh, well, look at this video. Oh, there's end times coming, though. Oh, there's things that are pushing my way. I don't know. I think we should focus on what the end times are looking like. We should tell people that the end is coming. Let me read once again. And it says, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. Will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith. Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? What shall we think about others? What shall other people see of us? What will happen of tomorrow? What if the end times happen? Look at what people are saying. For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and you are no longer a Gentile. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. He already knows what you need. He's already given that to you. He's already going to provide all of those worries. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Do not worry about what the end is. If the end is near or if people will think of you differently when you have a desire that some people may not have. Or if you're wanting to be part of prayer group or be part of serving the local church and behind the scenes or even becoming a, an elder or a teacher in the church or even a pastor. But I tell you right now, if God's been giving you those things, that's something special. That there's so much more that God wants to do through you that's going to change your life not for worse, but for better. But I'm saying right now, for those that do speak of the end times or that worry about things of tomorrow, God's not calling us to do that. God's not calling us to focus on the things that are of tomorrow or of the unknown. Clearly it says right here in Scripture by Jesus, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And all of these things will be added to you. And even thinking about what it said before, remember I said to think about what it was said in the previous verses in verse 24? No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, and he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. Here's the thing. If you're so focused on end-time theory or end-time focus or even focused on money or even focused on people's opinions about what what others may think of you or what's going to happen when you do this or when you do that or will this affect my life or I really, this job is my life, then truly... You're serving a different master than God. And it's a hard... I know. It's hard. It's hard to say that. And I know if you're feeling a little... (laughs) A little condemned right now. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. But it is kind of a reality check. Is where is your heart at right now? Are you so focused on what tomorrow brings? Or are you so focused on what the kingdom is bringing right now? And even with our local church in Lebanon, that there's so much more coming, that there's so much more of what God wants to do in our local church that's going to build church leaders to be sent out to go to the ends of the earth. But first it all comes down to saying, are you willing? Are you willing to go? And honestly, if you're not willing to be Part of local church, it's hard to see you as willing to go out to the ends of the earth because first God is calling you to see the kingdom of God to see what He's doing right now to build you up in righteousness, and that starts at the church and yeah, that gets me it gets me so hyped for what's god for what God has in store for each and every one of us, and really, I just encourage you to be diligent to be praying about it and to not worry, to not be anxious. And it says, Jesus says it himself, do not be anxious about tomorrow. Do not worry about what you eat, what you drink, what you clothe. Do not be anxious about things of the earth that try to force us into a different mindset of, oh, well, you need to be pushing this agenda or you need to be focused on this right now. There's so much you have to worry. What if these people think you have to worry? Look, these people like, Don't worry about the people. Just think about what God has for you. Think about what God's doing in you. That's not something that's just your conscience. I'm telling you right now, that's something more than just you having a thought every once in a while. God's placed that in your heart. And I tell you, if you share that with someone in your church or if you share that with someone you're close to, pray with them. Pray about it. See what God has for you. There's so much more in store that will truly bless both you and the kingdom of God. And God wants you. And that's the coolest thing that I've been realizing is that really, God wants me. God loves me for me. You don't need to change your personality to fit this gifting. If God's gifted you in ways that you are so shocked about and that doesn't make sense to you, And you're worried about, oh, well, maybe I have to change my personality now because this gifting seems like I gotta be more outward. It's not that. If God's telling you that you're called to be an evangelist, a teacher, for me, a prophet, it's not that I have to change my personality, change, oh, I have to become, I can't be funny Joey anymore. I gotta be serious Josiah. not that it's just saying yes and just letting God breathe life into you correct you in ways that at first you didn't think about oh I should not be I should not be lying right now I should not be doing those certain things I should be seeking God first the correcting the building up that's what God does and in the end it truly makes you righteous Everything that God speaks to you builds you up and corrects you, and I've just been so in love with it lately in times where it does seem hard at times. It doesn't say anywhere. It's like God's given you a gift, and now it's going to be the easiest road. It's not, but guess what? It's the best road. There's not a different path where it's like, uh i'm god here's this gifting i've given you you can say yes or no i'll 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 come back to you in five days and i'll give you something else if you're thinking about it and you don't like it it's like no (laughs) it's like there's something new and incredible that god's giving you and he doesn't here's the thing at the end of the day he doesn't need you he doesn't need you to build the kingdom of god he wants you He's calling you. He's calling you to be gifted in this way. And he wants to bless you. And to be part of kingdom building. But if you say no and you reject him. He's gonna—he's not going to be like. Oh crap. Well I just lost that city on the globe. I got to put an X right there on my map. It's not that. <laughs> God's going to do what is needed. He is above all things. And so. That even makes it cooler, honestly, that he he knows that he doesn't need us to build the camp of God, but he wants us. He's choosing us, which is the coolest thing ever, which makes it even more special. So, yeah, it gets me super excited, and I hope this is not, like, <laughs> I'm not, like, pressuring you or anything. I'm just really, really just, reading scripture and just knowing what God's called me to do and knowing what God's doing in the local church that we're not called to be judgmental about that or being called to condemn but we're called to love those around us and to grow each other to build each other up in the local church but I've been there too I've been there too and I was just kind of figuring out my gifting and very confused but for me I needed people to talk to I needed to reach out to some of the elders of the church I needed to reach out to some of my close friends I needed to just talk about it and through that I've gained so much wisdom through them I've gained such a personal relationship with God because that became the focus point of my life and through that through focusing on what God's doing right now and what the church is doing And what the kingdom of God is doing, I've just been drawn to grow in righteousness, drawn to grow in correcting myself to being more pure at heart and not to focus on things that other people may say or do. But you do start to notice when people are so focused on other agendas, so focused on all these other things that are worthless to the kingdom of God. And for them, that's, It's hard. It's hard for me sometimes to just sit idly by. And most of the time I won't. I'll just be like, look, that's not what God's doing. God's called us for something more than just that. So there's no judgment. But I'm telling you that there is so much more that God wants to do to you. wants to bless you and keep you and help you grow to build up the church of God in righteousness. Ugh. God's pretty great. <laughs> God's pretty great. I mean, come on, like you're telling me God didn't create coffee. You're gonna say, "Oh, well, in 1985, no, God didn't. God definitely created coffee. Coffee is so good. I'm probably gonna get another coffee, and my mom's gonna lose her mind because these coffee pods that I've been making are like twenty bucks a piece. So." <laughs> She's definitely going to talk to me about that tomorrow probably. But look, I got someone coming up this next week that is going to blow your mind when it comes to evangelizing and building up the kingdom of God in areas where are not expected. And so I'm really excited for that. Please stay tuned. Um, it's I'm like two minutes short from what I usually do, but. This was kind of a lot today, so I just, I will be praying this week for all of you guys to really just receive and to just draw close to what God is doing in your life, and I pray that you just understand how much God loves you, that he's really choosing you and calling you out, not to be judged, but to be loved. (laughs) Alright, have a great week, everybody. Have a nice vanilla latte.